Hello, EKN Nation. This is Rob Howden, and it's a new edition of This Week in Carding. It's episode number 19. It's March the 5th. Uh, David Cole and I getting ready to rock. And of course, as you know, This Week in Carding, essentially bringing all the EKN Nation listeners, uh, all the news that was on the homepage of eCardingNews.com. Perfect for listening on the way to work, coming home, whatever it may be. Awesome for the morning and afternoon commute. Or let's just say the season's getting around here pretty soon, so you could turn it on in the garage, get working on those carts, because uh, if you're a club racer anywhere north of, you know, up, up, you know, middle way up the U.S., it's time to start getting rolling. We're seeing a lot of tracks uh, kind of opening up. Guys are going to get out on the track here pretty soon. Very cool. Uh, but again, this uh, this edition of This Week in Carding will bring you up to speed on everything that's been going on in the sport for the last couple of weeks. Uh, this edition presented by Cart Republic. The Cart Republic is here, and it's disturbing the status quo. Cartsport North America is the, as the country's importer and distributor for the Cart Republic chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they're focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. The Cart Republic senior and junior chassis are on fire, and so is the Mini Cart, which is won in SCUSA, USPKS, and WKA competition. For more information, contact Cartsport North America, where they offer top quality products, winning brands, and professional driver development services. Big thank you to uh, Cart Republic and Cartsport North America for their continuing support of eCartingNews.com and, of course, the EKN Radio Network. Uh, David Cole, we did we did better this time. Last episode, episode 18, February the 12th. It's now March the 5th. You know, that's that's only three weeks, dude. That's that's pretty solid, I think. Yeah, we were, we were kind of going to try and get this in last week. Uh, it didn't happen, and uh, we're a couple days late this week, but a uh, lot's been happening, so... Uh, got to keep rolling and keep going with the punches and, and try and get things done and out of the way so we can move on to other cool, unique things. Well, the thing about it, the thing about it is too, anytime we have lots of news for this week in carding, it's because you've been working your ass off, getting stuff loaded up on the website. We've had a ton of editorial that we've been pushing out. A lot of it's been our original editorial. You've been digging in, uh, getting in the first, you know, the first bit of our bell racing USA driver rankings. We, I know how much time it takes, but I probably don't even know how much time it takes anymore. You've been handling that for the last what, 15 years, essentially. Uh, people don't realize how much time it takes to do the driver rankings because you are plugging in every entry, every result. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. And and anytime, I, I know that anytime you're in the driver rankings mode, I just got to leave you alone <laughs> because it's, it's a ton of work. Well, initially, yes, because it, it depends on the, the amount of time and the amount of races that have been uh, doing or have yeah, been true. been con, con, completed. Uh, the, it wasn't too bad with the opening first two months of the year. Uh, so it wasn't too bad. Got it done within, uh, I think, basically a half a day to get both uh, the rankings oh, done. Right. But we'll uh, we'll get a little bit more into that later on uh, in, the, in the podcast. Exactly right. So, David, let's jump in. You're you're the man that handles uh, uh, the the news desk. You are the news desk manager. You're posting a majority of the stuff onto the website, vast majority. Let's let's get started with uh, Rock Cup USA. Obviously, they they've started the season off with the Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas. Uh, the Challenge we'll talk about uh, later. We we always we've talked about it quite a bit already. Record entry numbers for their last event. The Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour has been strong as well. I think David, everybody, everybody was kind of waiting on, hey, you know what? What's Rock going to do for their summer races? You know, they they had their their Rock Fest dates. Uh, those dates, those locations, now uh, now up on the website. Yeah, it was it was kind of thought of maybe they weren't going to have them this year because it had taken so long for the uh, for the events to be announced. But I think it had to do with locations that they they uh, selected, especially on the east side of things. The Rock Fest East is going to be scheduled for 
the Charlotte Motor Speedway on July 30th through August 2nd. Now, again, this is the actual sprint track that is inside turns NASCAR three and four. Uh, it is getting a complete repavement done. Uh, construction is still underway. The first event that's going to be there after the repavement is done is next month for WK Manufacturers Cup Series. They'll be there in April and then along with uh, an event at the end of July prior to the Rockfest East. So you'll have three total events that we know of so far that'll be inside the Charlotte Motor Speedway in 2020. Yeah, that's really, really cool. That was one of those news bits that came out. You, you, you talked about it the whole time, David, when you were down there for their, uh, their, their event that the WK put on last year and how much they needed to get this track done. And somehow they were able to put this thing together and get people fired up and get the investment done. And it's just, I, it's huge for the sport. You know, we always talk about new tracks coming in, David, and to have this one here right in the middle of NASCAR country. And that's actually one of the things that we'll talk about a little later on too, because more tracks are getting coming up at all these, at these other facilities. But to have that purpose-built track essentially inside the track at Charlotte Motor Speedway, awesome for WEK, and it's going to be big for uh, for the rock racers on the East Coast as well. As you said, July 30 to August 2nd, Rock Fest East. I think that's going to be a pretty well-attended event, actually. Yeah, it's not so much a new track. It's a track yeah. that's been there, a track that's re rejuvenated. And we're seeing that. Uh, we're seeing a lot of club tracks that are the same way. And there's a couple in New York that have been doing that. Uh, Georgia, there's uh, the Barnesville. That's bit that's that's gotten a kind of resurfacing, a, a fresh look to it as well. Other tracks across the country, just getting that new look and trying to uh, to to bring back karting to the area where it's at. And uh, yeah, the the Charlotte events are going to be very uh, nostalgic for a lot of people because I think that's that's what people want. They want to go back to these tracks that they used to be at when they were kids, and, and so. You, I think you're going to see a. I think last year would have been a great chance to do it with the with the return of karting back inside Charlotte Motor Speedway with the the karting challenge they had last year. Obviously, it didn't work out uh, because the speedway was kind of focused on on adapting their roval updates that they were actually just started doing that week when we got there uh, with that that bus stop area back there on the backstretch for the roval portion of of that facility, but. Uh, now that they've gotten that that kind of out of the way, they were able to, uh, I guess, I, you know, again, we still don't have the full details. We kind of got to talk to Kevin Williams a little bit more on it, but how this all transpired, because it's, again, it, it's, as you said, getting these tracks like this back up and running again is, is very key to the sport. Sounds like a pretty good uh, interview. We should have pretty soon an in industry insider pinning down Kevin Williams, the president of the WK, find out what's going on there. Uh, we obviously were able to, because of a stoppage in play at the uh, Challenge of the Americas event, uh, we were able to pin down Garrett Potter for uh, for a podcast. And again, this is we're talking Rock Cup, so it was a great great interview with, with Garrett. West Coast, though, David, the Rock Fest West is going to take place in, in the mid to late September, September the 17th to the 20th at Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma. Probably a, a solid idea for them to go there with, with the Rock Fest, right? Because the Challenge of the Americas is developing. There's lots of drivers that have rock packages. But, you know, when it comes to the West Coast, it is that Rock Sonoma series that is kind of their their linchpin right now, right? It's their uh, it's their anchor points uh, on the West Coast. And why not do your Rock Fest there and get all your rockers on the West Coast to come and run that event in uh, in mid to late September? I think the uh, the key element is, is the growth that they've seen in the last three years, especially with challenging the Americas coming on board with the rock cup USA program record turnout at Cal speed, uh, in February with 141 entries, you got to expect all those drivers, if not more are going to be able to go to rock fest West, which will just be 
a few hours north in the Sonoma Valley. So it, it kind of makes sense because that's going to be the last big event for for Rock Cup USA, probably before until uh, uh, Rock the Rio, which is now moved into the beginning of November. So it's it, it gives you not only are there going to be tickets to the Rock the Rio event, but there'll be also tickets to the Rock Cup Super Final as well. So drivers who maybe didn't win on the East can come over and race it in the West in, in September. So uh, I, yeah. think, I think numbers are going to be huge for that event as well. Yeah, I totally agree with the David. And I think the one key point is the fact that uh, that's if you if you win at the Rock Fest West uh, and you you want to go to to Italy, you got to get on it immediately, right? Because the race is less than a month away after that. I think it's whatever mid, mid I think it's mid October for the Rock Cup Super Final at South Garda uh, in twenty here in twenty twenty. So yeah, if you if you're winning there and you're getting that ticket to go to the, the Rock Cup Super Final, which is such an amazing event, I had a chance to announce that a couple of times with Yannick Sturzel from T Cart Magazine. It was great to be there, part of that that, that event. It's just such a big one, uh, and those uh, those champions getting getting to go there. As you said, some of, some of the categories offering tickets to go to the Rock Cup Super Final, other categories sending guys to the Rock the Rio event in uh, at the Rio in November. So cool to see them get their their dates out for 2020. They again have had a great start to the season with the Florida Winter Tour, the strong growth of the uh, of the Challenge of the Americas up to 141. We've actually chatted a bit, uh, Dave. We were on, we're texting with uh, Andy Saisman a little bit, filling him, fill, uh, filling us in. On a couple of the new teams that are bringing new drivers to the race at Sonoma, you know, I think that Andy was kind of saying to himself, well, you know what, 141, we got that Cal speed bump. You know, am I going to get, are we going to get 141 again? Do we, you know, do we get to have a bump at Sonoma? Are we going to get enough guys to come out and play? Sounds like, David, there's a potential to, to have another new record in terms of numbers up at the finale this year. Well, we talked about it before the season began that Sonoma should be the biggest event of the season because of the local contingent that is there. Uh, you know, we, we had the Cal speed bump and it ended up being a record. Uh, and so, you know, even, even after Tucson, people were worried, okay, maybe Sonoma might not be as big as what Cal speed will be. But, uh, again, we said it before the season began that Sonoma should be the biggest event of the year. And hopefully the, uh, the early, uh, numbers that are coming into Andy is, is gearing towards that, that direction. Yeah, I think we talked about it, David, in the debrief as well. That that it's my opinion that that, that when you're a, a local guy, when a big race comes to your track, you go out and race it because yeah, it's, it's going to cost you more money. They bring a lot more staff in, a lot of stuff happens. It's it's it costs more money to race that event. But if you're a local driver, and if you want to improve and get better, race against the best people you can. Always, always, always. I, when I was a young driver, <laughs> pardon me, I was never a young driver. <laughs> When when I first started in the sport, I would run anytime a major series came to my local track, I raced it. And I think it's so crucial. You got to do that. So I would challenge every driver up at Rock Sonoma. I'm telling you guys, get out and run this challenge of the America's event. It will make you a better driver for the rest of the year. Yeah, I don't uh, recall you ever being young. Yeah, I know. I knew that was coming. I just I set myself up as, as the words were coming out of my mouth. I was like, no. I couldn't yeah. get them back. And, and the other part about, about it too is um, their the, the local series isn't started yet. Uh, they moved their True. their move update. Good point. So yeah. it's it's now in April. So um, so yeah, that should be sh- that should that should drive the uh, the uh, the want and to uh, and the desire to go racing with the challenge in the Americas. Yeah, if you're trying to win your Rock Sonoma Championship, your whatever whatever class you're in, if you don't race that event, you are going to be behind whoever's whoever you're racing against if they went there because it's just a way to get out of the gate strongly and step up your game. 
David, let's uh, hit an, another piece of news here on This Week in Carding, episode number 19. Again, it's March the 5th. We say hello to all of you EKN listeners. I appreciate you tuning in here to the EKN Radio Network, downloading the app. Uh, David, big news for Supercarts USA. You and I have talked about this for the last year, uh, about the rollout of their 175, uh, the whole program of the SSEIME shifter card engine. Uh, it, it hasn't it hasn't garnered the momentum I think they were wanting. A lot of guys that run it love it. Bottom end torque, fun to drive. It's hard to drive, though, because it's a it's a monster motor for sure. It's got lots of torque, as we said. Scusa making a move to kind of open things up a little bit. Uh, you know, if, giving people another option to c- continue to race Supercarts USA events. Because the bottom line is that Scusa was born from shifter cart racing. It's what it was. Back in 1993, Ken Getchell saw these shifter carts and went, man, this is awesome. He ended up selling the company to Don Janowski. And over the last, you know, what now, 27 years, um, it's been... Shifter carts have been what Scusa has been kind of their core deal. They've got so much strong single speed stuff now with the IME, uh, the X30 and the, and the, the Swift engine. Uh, but they make a move, Dave, big news actually, to allow KZ engines in their shifter cart classes on the Pro Tour and the Pro Cart Challenge events. I thought that was a, was a big move. And I think a lot of that came from input input that they received from the team owners that they expect to see in the Pro Tour. It was, it was, it was kind of a shock to see it happen. Um, it, and again, we, we saw good numbers at, at least with the, uh, at the end of the season last year with, uh, the pro shifter series, uh, pro shifter category, pro shifter two and, and the G one, um, at, at the, at the super nationals. So we, we thought it was in the right direction. Uh, but obviously the industry is, is talking and speaking out, uh, with Supercarts USA that, you know, Hey, we're, we're not getting the customers we we want or need to be able to to support this category, um, and and so now the option with a second engine uh, within the same within within all those those shifter classes uh, could could help at least sway more racers over into uh, into racing those categories in twenty twenty. Yeah, Dave. I think I think people people love running the the Scusa Pro Tour. It's the biggest program, right? It's, they're going into their eleventh year right now. It's been the biggest national series for for the last 10 years to be honest right they it, it, it grew and grew and grew and it got to the point where uh very early on in its run every event had over 200 drivers you know we're two, 210 two, 250 at some of these races right it's the it's the biggest national series simply put the pro tour is the big national series and the issue with the kind of honda going away we we all knew that eventually the honda was going to go away they decide you know scusa works with iami and and you know obviously lynn haddock and the crew and tom kutcher and everybody went you know the idea was to build this 175 cc engine because the idea was let's get a big engine with that, that could make lots of horsepower. Let's detune it down to about 60. percent It's still going to be just as quick as a KZ. It'll be faster than than the Hondas. So we have an engine that is detuned, and by detuning it, it's going to have lots of reliability and longevity. Right? The whole pro, the whole idea behind the engine was absolutely ideal. Um, the, the end product is something that's an, it's an absolute badass shifter card engine it just doesn't fit into what some people would like to drive and i think a lot of you know, a lot of the guys in the g1 and g2 categories look at it and say hey that's a lot of motor um some of the club guys are saying hey I, you know it's, it's a tough motor to start it's it's there's it there's minor issues with the engine that i think have turned some people off and it just kind of turned in the wrong direction to a certain extent that said i think bringing this kz in is a great idea they're gonna give, give the kz a 10 pound weight break we'll see what happens at the at the winter nationals in nola in, in just over a week i I personally think it's, it could be a good thing as well, f- still for the 175, Dave, because the bottom line is that engine is is affordable to run. KZs are a lot more expensive. And if you're running a KZ regionally, 
you're rebuilding at a certain time period. If you want to run KZ nat- nationally, it, you're going to rebuild more. It's going to cost more money for that, that particular engine package. But bottom line is, Scoos are making a decision to open things up, put some options for the teams, options for the drivers, and the feedback has been pretty good so far, I believe. Yeah, and it's 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 an interesting scenario. Again, and the stock Honda's not gone yet because they're still running it regionally. Uh, they got the S five program and and a senior shifter at Pro Kart Challenge. So, and, and and people are road racing with it, and and so stock Honda's still around. So we have really we have a, a a wide variety of different shifter engines now with KZ, the IME one seventy five Rock shifter. Uh, and, 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 and then Honda, the stock stock moto, and then you still have open motors that are kind of out there, uh, floating around a little bit as well too. Now that's, that's probably a little bit of, of a smaller percentage now, but I think uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you look at, you look at the super nationals with the fast lap in the main events on super Sunday there between the two categories. Now mind you, KZ had a 10 pound different, lower difference in, in minimum weight. Plus they were earlier in the day, um, Pro shifter was towards the end of the day when it was a bit cooler. So, you know, different, different scenarios, but I mean, they're only separated by, by less than a 10th for fast lap in the main event. So, so they're very comparable, uh, when you look at lap times, at least for something like super nationals, they were very comparable at the, um, what is now the Scusa pro cart challenge East, which was the great lakes pro cart challenge, uh, in 2019, we had KZ and the pro shifter categories running at the same time at the regional events. And you had the quickest KZ driver racing against the quickest pro shifter driver. And again, you, you speak with both drivers. It was a pretty equal affair, at least at the sprint tracks. Other tracks, it might be a little different depending on drivers, depending on the, the type of course you're at. So uh, again, we're going to NOLA. It, 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 it's Obviously, there's a lot of horsepower there, that long straightaway, but there's a lot of tight sections. It's a long racetrack. So We'll see what happens. We'll see who shows up with what. I think that's going to be kind of the uh, the cool aspect of it is who's going to be racing what, and who, you know what engine are yeah. they going to be on? Uh, so yeah. or what engine are they going to start on? Are they going to check in a, a KZ engine and a and a one seventy five? Or you know how is that all going to work? So it, it, again, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we don't know the numbers that are coming. Again, rent entry for the uh, winter nationals is is ending, I believe, Sunday night. So uh, we'll see come Monday morning or, or Tuesday when we start writing the previews, who's going to be there and, uh, and who's on their way to, uh, to race in these categories. Well, this weekend carding this podcast, all about the headlines on ecardingnews.com. And that was definitely one of the big headlines that, that we, that we dropped onto the, onto the website for sure. All right, guys, our first break here in this edition of this weekend carding. When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about the IAMI USA grand nationals. And we'll talk a little bit about the Briggs and Stratton weekly racing series as well. Stay with us folks. More to come here on the EKN radio network. Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to cartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. 
The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history in motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level and track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of the race day. To learn more about the 206 engine and to find a North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to EKN Radio and This Week in Karting, episode number 19. Myself, Rob Howden, alongside David Cole. March the 5th is the date here today. This episode presented by Cart Republic and Cart Sport North America. Uh, speaking of Cart Sport North America, David, and, and the, the crew there that uh, is big with the IAMI USA East program, uh, IAMI USA dropping a, a bomb with a, a big Grand National Championship event uh, set for GoPro Motorplex in middle September. That was a pre- some pretty big news. The IAMI USA Grand National Championship is set for September 11th through 13th at the GoPro Motorplex, so home of IAMI USA East and home of the Cart Sport North America Kurt Republic uh, importer. Uh, it's a it's a one-off event. Um, not sure yet on the details regarding prizes and and other things that are going to transpire. How the the format of the event is going to be. Uh, but what we do know is it's obviously IAMI based with Micro Swift, Mini Swift, X30 Senior, X30 Junior, X30 Master, KA100 Senior, KA100 Junior, and IAMI Shifter. So. Eight cat one two three four yeah eight categories racing on the weekend. Uh, again, we're still waiting on more details to come from Eric Jones and those at GoPro Motorplex. Uh, but it's kind of that that fourth event that <laughs> USPKS was was thinking about. I think really for for the 2020 season. But uh, so we'll see if this is kind of a one off and a one and only thing, or is it is it going to be something that's going to be annually. Uh, again, that there was there was that gap last year in 2019 in September where there wasn't a lot of big events. So uh, uh, we'll see uh, we'll see what transpires with this event. Well, there's another big event for sure. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna lot, lots to cover. Obviously, the Rock Island Grand Prix the week before. Uh, then this new IME USA Grand National Championship event. We'll see. I'm sure you know. There's obviously a lot of a lot of IME racers uh, running there at GoPro and, and on the East Coast. So I assume a lot of drivers uh, will set up to make sure that they are part of that action. Uh, from two cycle, we'll go to the four cycle group. David, uh, we've had a great relationship with Briggs and Stratton, and you and I are both huge supporters of the Briggs 206 engine. What they've been able to do with that program is uh, has really pressed the reset button on karting in North America, and, and we see the growth at so many club tracks. David, that may have been down a little bit, and, and that 206 came in, and the affordability of it, the longevity, the reliability, the close racing. You and I both love getting behind the wheel. Uh, the Briggs and Stratton weekly racing series back for 2020, obviously a fantastic program for clubs. Uh, it's essentially an opportunity, David, for club racers to race in a national championship, right? Because the, the point totals of each club, uh, the club has to, now the one thing, this, this is what we got to get out here. 
It's April 12th is the deadline. We're about a month away from the deadline. If you're a Briggs racer and your club is on Briggs, make sure, get your club to sign up with the Briggs Weekly Racing Series because there's lots of prizes, David, that, that they give out as well. Yeah, it, it's it's open to all tracks in the United States and Canada. Anything that uh, follows the Briggs and Stratton rule package, which was just released in January. Uh, so it, as long as your your engine package, engine rule package follows the Briggs rules, you're allowed to uh, to submit any of the categories that you do run. They're now offering uh, so those with spec chassis classes, they're allowed to uh, to enter those results as well, as long as they're using the Briggs 206 cat, uh, engine package. So. Lots of different opportunities for for drivers and tracks to to be able to. And again, it's not a championship; it's a ranking system. It's a exactly. It's a uh, it, it's it's a competition, but not a championship. You're not a you're not the national champion if you if you are the uh, the the top driver in the weekly racing series. You're you're recognized as the as the kind of like our ranking systems with the tag sure. and shifter yeah. cart. You're you're recognized as the top driver for that season. So it's not a championship. As you as you stated earlier, but uh, uh, prizes are going to be set for the top 100 in the categories. Again, we're still waiting on more details for that to come. But really, as you said, the focus is 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 if you're a racer somewhere, contact your the the people in charge of your racetrack or your club, and make sure they get registered uh, for the weekly racing series program, Briggs and Stratton. Yeah, it's a fantastic program. We we uh, get it every year. We're getting the uh, you know the top, as David said, the ranking of where guys finish in terms of. You essentially get to pit yourself against other drivers around the around the country. You're a club racer, but when the rankings come out, you can, wherever you wherever you stack up against some driver from California or Washington or Florida, wherever it may be, it's a great program for sure. But again, April 12th, as David said, the deadline for that. We'll send more information out on that as well through the EKN News Desk email bulletin. Uh, folks, stay with us again. Another quick little break. We're going to come back with uh, a bunch more stuff. We're going to talk about uh, some acceleration car racing stuff. We'll talk a little cup carts North America. A little bit, a little bit of uh, road racing, and uh, we also talk a little bit of uh, some new industry news that, that that dropped as well on eCardingNews.com. Stay with us. This week in karting will continue after this break. Club racing has been taken to a new level in the Cincinnati area. The Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati is proud to present the all-new Pro-Am Karting Championship. This new six-event series runs from April to October and will serve the area of Southwest Ohio. Eastern Indiana, and Northern Kentucky. The Pro-Am Karting Championship will provide categories based on the IAMI and Briggs & Stratton engine platforms. Utilizing the Supercarts USA rules and partnering up with the Margay Ignite program, the Pro-Am Karting Championship has something for both new drivers and experienced racers. Make sure to head to the MCCProAmKarting.com website to learn more about this exciting new club racing program. Club karting has arrived in Cincinnati. Two thousand nineteen was a great year, no question. But the off season is here, and I know that your mind is already thinking about next season. We all want to get better and improve our skills and our racecraft. And maybe you're tired of missing the podium or even the championship. So what do you do? Here's what I think. Take a breather from throwing money at the newest speed secret and a new chassis you don't quite need yet. Invest in yourself. Take yourself to the next level as a driver. If you want to improve your results, do what every athlete does, regardless of the sport. Get professional coaching. And in karting, there's only one choice. 
the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the state-of-the-art Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston. Alan Rudolph is a legend in our sport, and he's been a coach for over 15 years. The Alan Rudolph Racing Academy offers custom coaching programs for newcomers and experienced racers alike. Train with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Get ready for 2020 by calling 866-607-7223 or head to speedsportsracingpark.com to learn more. Welcome back to episode 19 of This Week in Karting. It's March the 5th. It's been about uh, three weeks since David and I sat down to uh, go over all the news that's hit the homepage on the website. Obviously a great podcast for your drive into work or your commute back home. Uh, get a chance to get yourself up to speed on everything that's happened with the sport. Uh, David, one of our longtime supporters, in fact, from the very, they, they were, I did a little article on this earlier. Uh, acceleration Kart Racing has been on has been a partner and an advertiser on eCardingNews.com since I bought it back in 2004. They've always been a supporter. They're fantastic. Uh, Brooke and Curtis, just tremendous people. Great for the sport. Uh, you know, they put it, they put a deal together. I think I'm, I'm not sure when it started, David, how many years ago, but they've been sponsoring certain drivers and they, they announced their 2020 driver sponsorship roster recently. Yeah, they've, they've always been supportive of the industry itself, whether it's uh, providing uh gift certificates to clubs or regionals or even international events like challenging the Americas or, yeah. or supporting actual drivers themselves. They're always been uh, willing to, to lend a hand to, to help out in, in any way they, they possibly can even helping me out with, uh, with some brand new shoes for the 2020 season. So that was nice. <laughs> That's, <for them>. right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but uh, yeah, so they really, they did, they were, I was watching some social media and they were, they were announcing all the different drivers. So I thought it'd be cool to kind of, you know, mention that they are, are sponsoring 20 different drivers for the 2020 season, uh, ranging from senior drivers all the way down to kid carters themselves. So uh, a, a lot of different mix. I think some of the notables it was really cool that that kind of stood out to me were three sets of siblings. So you have uh, Keegan and Nixon Ellsworth of Cherry Valley, California. So two brothers who race uh, in the California area. A trio of brothers with Oscar, Jack, and Charlie Iliff in Austin, Texas. We know Oscar and Jack racing uh, all over uh, United States, so Supercarts USA and, and this and that, and USPKS as well. Uh, then now their younger brother, Charlie, is getting behind the wheel on the kid carts. So all three of those guys are, are supported with uh, a little bit of help from Acceleration Kart Racing. And then another uh, duo of Tristan and R Ruby Murphy from Sam San Clemente, California. Uh, so three, three different, uh, uh, groupings of siblings, uh, that are being supported. But, uh, another notable is, is Chase Hand of, uh, Wilton, California. You might, you might know that last name Hand. Yeah. Yeah. Joey Hand, of course, uh, longtime Carter, uh, professional race car driver, worked his way up through the, the, uh, Toyota Atlantic ranks and to become one of the, uh, top American sports car racers, but still so big in karting and his, his son, Chase, uh, one of the sponsors as well. Good to see Chase Racing. I know that they were at the Supernats last year as a kind of a fact-finding mission because they're going to ideally come to the Supernats here in 2020. But cool to see Chase on that list as well, David. Yeah, we thought we thought he was going to race in 2019, but they decided not to pull the trigger just yet. That's it. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it, it's funny. You see this guy who's who's raced all over the world and and he has he's very calculated on on where he he's developing his child, where you see other parents just 
let's go for it all. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Very true. Uh, other others on the list, of course, you talk about notable drivers. The, one of the top micro and mini drivers over the last number of years, Kai Sorensen from Lodi, California. Of course, Kai running in Europe this year, but uh, uh, won the Super Nats last year, a bunch of championships last year as well in the mini swift category. Other drivers, uh, Alex Jackie out of Florida, Alex Mercado from Utah, uh, Braden Traver from New York, uh, Evan Humphreys from Texas, Evan Rubin from Las Vegas. Uh, Gavin Lewis out of California, Jimmy Laswell from Washington, Kaylee Maris out of California, uh, Lucas uh, Siambra from Nevada, McGabriel from Illinois, and Paul Hart uh, from New York, all part of the Acceleration Car Racing 2020 driver sponsorship roster. And, and David, you mentioned at the very start, how many races do we go to where there's an Acceleration Cart Racing gift certificate or something? As part of the you know the awards presentation at the podium, they uh, they give back to the sport for sure. And uh, and if if you're looking for parts, you need something quick. Uh, it is shopakr.com. So I just want to give that little plug out there as well for acceleration. Yeah, you'll, so you'll probably see a number of these carts running acceleration cart racing stickers as well. I know we see the Iliff brothers always running uh, the stickers on their carts. Well, hopefully we'll see uh, Kai wearing, you know, putting a, a sticker somewhat on his Tony cart, maybe over there in Europe. We'll see. But uh, if not, maybe maybe he's supported with some safety apparel that uh, that he's using over there. So, uh, uh, yeah, again, just uh, a very cool program that Acceleration Cart Racing is doing. And, and they're not the only ones that do support different drivers and different series uh, throughout the uh, throughout the uh, industry. But uh, just wanted to point that out. And again, thanks to everybody who does who does do that. No doubt about it. That makes the sport go around. Support is always big. Uh, speaking of support and partnerships, David, uh, Cup Carts North America announcing that they've extended their partnership and relationship with Vega Tires. Uh, so Vega Tires will again be exclusive at the CKNA event through through actually all the way through 2023. So they extended that program out for four years, which is awesome. You and I will be on the Vega Tires and we get to the Cup Carts Grand Nationals at Newcastle, David, in October. Excited to see that, that program uh, continue with the Vega Tires. Yes, the VAH red tire is uh, the spec tire for the series for not only the Champions Cup, but as you said, the Grand Nationals that they host at uh, Newcastle Motorsports Park in October. Uh, The W5 or the new W6 are the two rain tires that will be allowed for 2020. So the new W6 will be coming in. And then as they go into 2021, the the W5 will be discontinued and, and no longer allowed. Uh, as supplies are going to be run out for that. Uh, the Champions Cup program does begin in with the Spring Nationals at Whiteland Raceway Park on April 17th through 19th. So just over a month before uh, before the regional racing here in the Midwest starts for Cup Carts North America. And I am uh, in conversation right now with uh, Greg Jasperson to get him on a, on a, a podcast, an industry insider or, or an operation grassroots. I'll figure out which one we're, we're going to put it under uh, because, of course, Greg's going to fill us in on the whole schedule for Champions Cup, what's going on with the Grand Nationals, all the growth and everything is happening with Cup Carts North America because uh, so much momentum after that tremendous Grand Nationals last year. Everybody, of course, super excited about it. Uh, but yeah, as you said, David, Champions Cup starting with the Spring Nationals at Whiteland, middle of April. And again, we'll get Greg onto a podcast very soon to fill people in. David, going for the four cycle world, uh, sprint world. Let's go. Let, let's talk a little bit about the NCK Road Racing Group. They've uh, they put together a new event for Speed Vegas Grand Prix. An interesting location, obviously an area that hasn't seen a lot of racing, at least kart racing. Other than what Rock the Rio and Super Nationals, because uh, club racing is no longer uh, continuing in, in the Las Vegas area, there's no track available right now. 
but the Northern Northern California Carters Road Racing Program uh, hooked up with the Speed Vegas facility that is just south of Las Vegas, just north of what used to be the Rock Pile and the Las Vegas karting, uh, karting track. Uh, so it's a 1.5-mile sports car course. Uh, we'll be hosting their first ever kart event with NCK on Sunday, April 19th. They'll obviously offer a wide variety of classes, which you see at every road racing events across the country, uh, all the way probably from supercarts all the way down to Briggs or or World Formula uh, com- categories. Uh, online entry opened on March 1st, so uh, head over to NCK Road Racing and uh, find out more about this unique uh, road race event. There it is. Uh, awesome. I, for, you know, David, you're a road racer at heart. I've done, I, I, I just kind of did the one road race at Mid Ohio and loved it. The bottom line is, it's good to see new tracks and new events for road racing, right? This is a, a segment of the sport we want to make sure we continue to embrace and support because uh, road racing carts is just badass. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I just happened to see some uh, photos of you road racing uh, shifters at Mid Ohio on Facebook this week. Yeah, Jeff De- Jeff Deskins dropping those. Out. I, got, I think it was two thousand. It was dude. It was literally two thousand one. Was it two thousand one? I believe it was two thousand one. Was what the photo said. So you're looking at nineteen years ago, well before the days of e carding news and me. Yeah, and uh, I believe Mark Miller was there racing with you. So there were some was. images of him there uh, yeah. back when he had some chubby cheeks and some glasses. <laughs> it was uh, it was an awesome weekend for me. It was it was wild because we're road racing in Ohio, and in the first day I stuck a stuck a motor, and it was uh, it was in the dry. The second day it was cold and it was wet in the rain, and I, and I think we were something like 114 miles an hour, or something like that, in the rain, and it was awesome. I I, I bought whatever suit I bought. I bought like a, just a, like an outdoor rain suit. That was it wasn't a racing suit, but it was thick enough that I was super warm. My hands were numb, <laughs> but I was super warm, and God, I had a good time. Road racing in the rain was an absolute blast. God, I loved it. It was it was a great time. I, I doubt they'll have any rain racing in Vegas, but uh, looking at those pictures True. <laughs> of uh, at Mid Ohio and what the damage you did to that piston and that engine, it's just yeah, very scary. Yeah, it blew it up big time. I, I remember I remember coming in and we're taking taking the engine apart and you know we're taking obviously taking off the uh, the exhaust off the back the pipe and you can shake the pipe like a like a maraca because all the all the, all the piston pieces were actually inside the pipe. That was uh, now. Now, rem- now remember it's it was a it was an open motor. It wasn't a stock moto. So no, and, no, this was full on. It was yes. built by George Barrows from Track Magic. It was a beast, and uh, yeah, it was. God, it was fun, man. I I, I, I got to get back into shifter cart. That was so much fun. Hey, speaking of shifter carts and carts, let's talk a little bit of some of some industry news. Over the last twenty years, one of the brands that we've talked about many many times. Uh, and, uh, that's one of the Super Nationals. It's been big. It's the Intrepid, right? The Intrepid cart. It was massive. Champion Champion Racing was the importer for many, many years. Well, uh, we got a new importer. Uh, Intrepid Cart USA. David, coming on scene. It is a partnership between AMAX Racing and Grand Products. Uh, AMAX Racing will be the official race team with Grand Products importing the chassis. Uh, again, everything all the way from kid carts up to the shifter cart, uh, including their FK4206 chassis for the Briggs and Stratton categories. Uh, Intrepid is, uh, is very close to me because it was one of the first on tracks, uh, on track, uh, cat, uh, not on track, uh, activities I did, uh, for the, uh, for the magazine. And then, uh, did my, uh, winter cup travels in 2006 with, uh, Phil Giebler and Rodney Berryhill over to, uh, 
with the intrepid cart, uh, program and went to the factory. So it's, uh, it's one of those brands that, uh, is very close to me, at least in, in terms of memories and, and kind of, you know, uh, uh, just, just my early beginnings with ecartingnews.com. So, uh, uh, I actually still have a jacket from that 2006 <laughs> event they gave me. Uh, so I got a little retro, retro, uh, jacket for, for anybody looking, uh, to check that out. But, uh, yeah, very cool to see it come back. Uh, obviously, uh, the Berry Hill family was a big part of what Intrepid was uh, for a number for a couple decades now, and uh, obviously they turned their focus to uh, the Oklahoma Motorsports Complex and the dirt track they have there, and so they're very heavily involved with that and kind of shied away from from karting, at least you know industry wise and, and the racetrack itself. But uh, yeah, so very cool to see Intrepid uh, making its way back. We obviously know still part of. Uh, a big part of uh, Ontario karting with uh, Goodwood karting, Cartways uh, still doing the Intrepid brand as well. Well, and, and we'll keep an eye on Intrepid Cart USA. I'm sure they'll have more news uh, coming out soon. All right, folks, another quick little break, and we're going to come back talk a little bit about the Margate Ignite program. We're going to talk a little indoor racing. And as we mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about uh, a new track, one of the big NASCAR tracks coming out with a new karting facility as well. Really, really big news down in Texas. Stay folk, with us, folks. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Wins in the sport's biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on Nitro Kart's resume. The Nitro Kart has made its statement as the best, fastest, and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. The 2020 Nitro Cadet is even better. The kart features magnesium front and rear hubs, a floating sprocket hub, and a roller bearing steering column support with tow lock. The Nitro Kart Cadet is completed with mini Dynamica bodywork and Max Pappas's MPI steering wheel. If you want to win in Cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join our team. I am Nitro Kart mini driver and national champion Spencer Conrad. We just got our 2020 Cadet chassis just before Daytona this year, and I really like it a lot. I got my first victory with it in just the second time on track. I really like the MPI wheel and the new brake system. Plus, the bodywork is really cool. Come join the winningest cadet team on the market, Team Nitro. Race one or chase one. Twenty-five years of experience, twenty-five years of success. Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports are heading into their third decade in the sport with winning momentum and the best material possible. Last year's monumental victories at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals have proven what the sport has long known. Greg Bell is one of the finest karting tuners, and he and his drivers can get the job done. Looking for a change in equipment? Get on board with Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge is North America's factory team for Formula K and Praga carts, and the new 2020 models are in stock and ready for pickup or shipping to your garage. Do you want to win like Danny Formal did with Leading Edge in Las Vegas? Call Greg Bell today at 209-369-0921 to secure your place on the team. Leading Edge Motorsports will be trackside in 2020 at the Challenge of the Americas, Scusa Pro Tour and California Pro Car Challenge, 
Rock Sonoma, and the KPX Carding Championship in NorCal. From Rock to Miami to Briggs, rely on Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports to give you everything you need to step into the winner's circle. Check out leadingedgemotorsports.com to learn more. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode 19 of This Week in Carding. It's March the 5th. Myself, Rob Howden, David Cole, giving you all the news, all the big headlines that hit the website in the last couple of weeks. Uh, David, seems like uh, one of our regular stops, one of the regular topics, uh, week in and week out, is more growth and more excitement around the Margate Ignite program. Um, new tracks coming on board. Uh, one of the cool things, obviously, they're kind of cornerstone flagship series, the Margate Ignite Challenge. They announced their 2020 schedule. It's a very cool program, uh, very unique in, in, the as, in the aspect of their schedule as well, uh, but a way for, for Margate to kind of just expand and grow their, their Ignite program that they have at all the different local tracks. So you get five different facilities to jump on board with what is essentially a traveling series, and you go from event to event, uh, you know, your typical traveling regional series, but all behind that Ignite program. That features a spec chassis with the 206 uh, Briggs 206 engine package. Uh, five race, five rounds of racing, but actually in four weekends, which is so it's it's very unique. So you have five race tracks, five rounds, but f- only four weekends. And I'll get to that in just a second. We'll start out with that's yeah, cool. That's uh, cool. The Cart Circuit Autobahn will open things up in April 25th. So again, these are all one day events uh, that they'll that they'll do for the Ignite Challenge. Uh, May 30th takes them to Whiteland Raceway Park. So it'll actually travel over to Indiana for, I believe, for the first time of the Ignite Challenge program. Uh, the third and fourth rounds are the unique aspect because you start off August 8th on Saturday at TNT Cartways in Quincy, Illinois, one of the most historic racetracks we do have uh, in the United States. <clears throat> Everybody wraps up Saturday night. Again, it's August, so we get, you know, late late nights, you know, sun goes down about what? Nine, nine 30. Uh, you, everybody packs up and you travel down to Springfield, Illinois. I'm not quite sure on the distance, maybe hour and a half, two hours, I believe something like somewhere around that ballpark. And you race on Sunday at mid state cart club, uh, for round four. So two racetracks on the same weekend for two different rounds of racing. It's a very unique aspect. I like it. I like, it's it's it reminds me of like World of Outlaws or something like that. You know, you just you pack up and go to the next track, pack up and go to the next track. That's like the sprint guys do. I think that's super cool. Yeah, and, and again, course, all, all all you have to do is is change your gear ratio, maybe yeah. maybe a little bit of a chassis adjustment, but probably not because again, it's, not. it's the ignite package. You just jump in and go. So uh, uh, yeah, very unique aspect with that. I would love to be there for that double double event weekend, but uh, it's the same weekend as the Scusa Pro Tour. Uh, summer nationals at uh, at Newcastle Motorsports Park, so we'll hopefully be able to get uh, someone that's actually at the event to do kind of a driver diary for us. I like that. That's a great idea, Dave. Awesome, awesome. And of course, capping things off October the seventeenth at Gateway Cartplex in St. Louis, the, uh, the the kind of spiritual home of the Margate Ignite program. So a great uh, great schedule for the drivers in the Ignite Challenge uh, for twenty twenty. Uh, you know, David, it's it's cool to see. We don't talk a lot about indoor karting uh, on ecartingnews.com, but it is really a, a, 
a core part of the sport in terms of introducing a lot of people to karting itself. It's, you know, outdoor karting is, is significantly different, but a lot of people get their first uh, first acknowledgement uh, and, and experiences in karting by going indoor. And one of the cool, really cool indoor tracks is in Speedway, Indiana, just uh, a stone's throw from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It's Speedway Indoor Karting, uh, owned by Sarah Fisher and her husband, um, Andy O'Gara. They also own Whiteland Raceway Park as well, and they've done a lot of stuff to, to bring that place up to the next level, which is awesome. Uh, but David, they're opening a second location down in Daytona Beach, which is which is a fantastic, a fa- fantastic deal. And another one of our great partners and one of the big uh, companies uh, in karting, CRG, uh, involved in a big way. I tell you what, they, they couldn't have picked a, a better location because it's literally across the street from the Daytona International Speedway. Mind you, it's not on International uh, Boulevard there, but it's actually where all the carters actually turn in to go to uh, to turn in to get to, into the facility on Daytona Kart Week during uh, the WK week down there. Uh, so it's right, right, literally across from what you is a dirt track uh, that we typically go to every uh, day one down there for for Daytona Kart Week. But uh, a um, sixteen turn road course with multiple elevation changes. They'll also have the slick track oval inside there. Uh, but the, the, the key partner for them is the, uh, the CRG, uh, in, indoor carts that they'll be using the center centurion. I can never say that name. Centurion centurion, uh, the go, centurion carts, uh, all for 14 ages, 14 and up. Uh, again, uh, you couldn't pick a better place right next to Daytona international speedway. And it is set to open to the public in the fall of 2020. So, um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that, uh, cart week people will probably be one of the first real racers to be, to, to, to take part in, yeah. in testing the, the indoor facility because, you know, you know, kids, they, they love, uh, they love getting, uh, getting off the racetrack and going and racing either indoor carts or, or rental carts at the same track. That's exactly right. No, that's fantastic. Great news for them, of course. One track right beside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the other right beside Daytona International Speedway. Uh, and, of course, with those CRGs, just some great stuff from the, the good folks at Speedway Indoor Karting. I've had a chance to drive there at Speedway, and it's a ton of fun. Great racetrack. Uh, there's a restaurant attached to that one down in Speedway, Indiana. Just uh, just tremendous. Speaking of karting tracks, David, at major racetracks, we we hear usually we can hear stuff. I had heard nothing about it at all, but all of a sudden, boom on social media, Texas Motor Speedway taking over one of their parking lots there, just outside of Turn Number One. They put in a six tenths of a mile uh, long Lone Star Cartplex, a racetrack. They've uh, put it together, and it's it's and what we're seeing on social. It's it's ready to rock. It's amazing. Yeah, we're still waiting on on getting full details of the event or the uh, the facility itself. Um, we have kind of the, the, the specs of, of what's going on there. They have a six tenths mile long, uh, course, 30 feet wide, as you said, in a parking lot, just outside turn one of the Texas motor speedway. So again, one of those parking lots is just, you know, it looks, it looks so good to, to use up and, and why not put a cart track on there? So that's what they're doing. Uh, again, in going with the CRG, uh, uh, uh momentum, uh, the Centurion, uh, carts are going to be used there. Uh, 24 senior carts along with four mini carts. Uh, and they'll also have two of the two-seater carts uh, to be used uh, th- for the facility. Uh, again, on the specs that they gave us was 4,500 safety barriers are going to be used to go around the facility. And uh, and again, we're working on details on, you know, we know kind of the people who are behind 
what's going on, but uh, I'm waiting for for more information from them uh, to be able to uh, to put an article together to put up on the website. Yeah, initially, I believe the concept is to be a, a, a rental cart track right now, right? And then with the down the line, hopefully, not hopefully, but the plans, I believe, down the line to, to get a competition layout as well, which is super great news, I think. And, that, and that's what you kind of assume when you look at the diagrams that they sent out. Um, they, they, I believe I just saw a photo from um, the Texas Motor Speedway president uh, from from the window of, of one of the buildings surrounding the, yeah. uh, the racetrack. The, it looks like they have the, whether it's a, a, a sealer or some type of, uh, of pavement laid down to actually lay out the racetrack is down. They have barriers being put up already. So I think they're kind of just getting all of the other rest of the logistics ready to go. I mean, I, I don't know if they have an event in April or something going on, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be ready to go for, for whatever e- big events they have coming up uh, at Texas Motor Speedway. Yeah, I want to say this morning. I, I think I saw something on Facebook from Megan Stanfield looking for people for workers. Actually, they're they're hiring staff. So let's 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 go to Texas and get go kart racing, man. This is awesome. I love it. That's fantastic. And the cool thing is, is that we actually had a go kart race, like uh, Supercarts USA Pro Moto Tour race at Texas Motor Speedway back in what what year was that, Dave? Two thousand three, maybe something like that. Ooh, um, uh, Bobby Wilson was there, right? So it had to well, be. Well, I think Kyle Martin won. Right, but I think Bobby magic. Wilson was still racing there, right? Is what I'm. Oh, thinking. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't know if he was there or not, to be honest. But anyways, we had one just outside the back straightaway. I, th- uh, I think I it had to have been. I don't know. Whistler got hurt dinner, didn't he? Or somebody? No, somebody got hurt. Um, who got hurt there? Um, who got hurt? I can't remember. I think I, I'm. I think I want to say Mar- Michael Marjaba launched his okay. cart over the Maybe barriers. Maybe Whistler got hurt somewhere else. And Charlie, uh, Charlie might have been Charlie Freer from uh, DC. Okay, that's who it was. Yep. In the ADCC senior class at a big wreck, yeah. I, I, anyway. I don't know if it was 2003. I think it might have been 01 or 02 maybe. I'm not sure. You'll, right, you'll have to go, go back, back and look at your magazines there. Well, we will. Exactly that. Back to the Shifter Card Illustrated resource guide. All right, folks. One final break in the action. We'll come back. David and I will kind of overview what we've had on eCardi News editorially. We'll talk about the podcasts that are now available for you guys to download on iTunes or Google Play or Spotify, whatever you may be. We'll tell you what's coming up in the on the EKN radio network. And as well, we'll have a little look at what's coming up EKN track sidewise because we got some races to go to here in the month of March. Stay with us. We'll wrap things up after this break. Looking for that extra edge? Comet Racing Engines is your answer. The engine service program from Comet Kart Sales has been winning from coast to coast at all levels and different forms of the sport. Lead engine builders Mark Harrison and Gary Lawson have decades of karting experience, providing racers the power to reach the top step of the podium. Comet Racing Engines continually perform track and dyno tests to provide their customers with the cutting edge in engine performance. Comet specializes in Yamaha KT100, IAMI Swift, IAMI X30, IAMI Leopard, and Rock engines. Trackside and customer support are the cornerstones of the Comet Racing Engines business, ensuring each and every customer receives personal attention and the help they need to achieve the best results. Engine rentals are available at all the events that Comet attends in 2018, including WKA, SCUSA, USPKS, and the Route 66 Sprint Series. Contact the Comet team today at CometCartsales.com or by calling 317-462-3413. If you're looking to step up your engine program, send it to Comet Racing Engines.
In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs at many of karting's biggest East Coast events, full product sales and service, and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. We're also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. In 2020, we'll be racing and providing arrive and drive programs for the full Supercarts USA Pro Tour and the Great Lakes Pro Kart Challenge, the WK's Kart Week in Daytona, and exciting events like the USAC Battle at the Brickyard and the Rock Island Grand Prix. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network, episode number 19 of This Week in Carding. Good to get uh, a bunch of news out there for you. Uh, David, let's talk editorially. We had a bunch of great stuff uh, hit the website personally as well, stuff that we've done ourselves. Yeah, we've we've had a, a number of editorials that have been uh, published on the website. Most recently, the ECAN Driver Rankings presented by Bell Racing. Uh, we put out the first rankings of the 2020 season uh, as of February 28th. So uh, we got two full months uh, into the, uh, into the season already and counted towards the driver rankings, uh, a change at the top position, uh, as you, when you click over to, uh, to look at the rankings with Jake French of the PSL carding up on top now in the shifter cart rankings and, uh, Ryan Norberg of Rolison performance group still holding onto the number one position in the tag driver rankings. What's the, what's the hashtag you're using for, for, uh, for Ryan for this year drive for five. The drive for five. That's right. Four four consecutive Supercarts USA Pro Tour X30 Senior Championships. Absolutely unprecedented in the 25 years I've been doing this. Incredible for, for what he's been able to do. The drive for five this year, trying to win four championships or five championships in a row. But he is, as David said, uh, number one ranking. Uh, we also did a, uh, an article, David, on the Durbin family. Don, uh, Donald Durbin and, and his, his son, Don Jr., uh, Assuming the management of Prairie City, uh, the kart track in Northern California. Man, they're going to town on that place. They're doing a lot of work on it. Yeah, they've they've gone in 100% uh, moving their shop to uh, a new location just, just around the corner from the racetrack. They put an at-track uh, shop in there, a small little at-track shop in there. Uh, added a Braille art uh, rental cart fleet. Uh, again, making, making the facility as welcoming as possible uh, to not only provide a great place to go racing, but to promote the sport, uh, get those corporate, corporate parties, birthday parties there. Just, just get the public educated on what the sport of karting is really all about. 
We've uh, been doing a bunch of product spotlights throughout the last uh, year and a half, a couple of years, and our product spotlights more re- most recently from Streeter Superstands. And the cool thing is, we always talk about Streeter Superstands. They've been around forever. Um, Larry Streeter did it, and he passed away, and the, and the, and the guys at HRP bought it. Uh, Jeff Wessel's our contact there. But HRP, also, one of the cool fact things, they they do a ton of trailer accessories, David. And that's and we said to him, I said, listen, people know about the Streeter Superstands. We've done that as a, as a spotlight. But give us your top five. What are your top five trailer accessories? Because the, the stuff, the aluminum stuff they do is just absolutely fantastic. It is. They they have a lot of lot of great products that uh, you know whether it's storage products or just unique little trinkets that you, that you you know just will make things easier either in the trailer or even at the shop. You know, just yeah. just little components that'll make things a lot easier for you. Uh, so again, you know, tire holders paper towel holders, just, just these little things that, uh, will make your, your, your trailer look like an F1 garage. And, that, and I think <laughs> that's, 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 that's the cool aspect of it because you, you know, you don't want to be a slob. Like, you know, you'd claim to say I, I am when I'm, I'm working in the garage. Uh, you, you don't want to make, you want to make everything nice and neat, you know, kind of like how you are when you're cooking, you know, you got to yeah. make, th- make sure things are where they need to be and not, you know, having everything splattered all over the prep table. You got to have things nice and neat. So uh, that's one of the great things that uh, a lot of the accessories that they do have at at, at Streeter and HRP uh, are are able to do. Uh, obviously, each month we we uh, knock out our driver of the month as well. For January was Hunter Pickett. Tremendous run for Hunter at the opening round of the Challenge of the Americas in Tucson, uh, dominating the action there. He was our January driver of the month. David, I know you're going to work now, getting ready to go on our February driver of the month. We'll have that out here pretty soon in March. We had race coverage throughout the uh, the the last month as well. The Florida Winter Tour in Ocala. And of course, the challenge of the America's race at Cal Speed, which was just a couple of weeks ago. Fantastic race there. That race coverage was, of course, uh, part of EKN's original editorial over the last month. Podcast-wise, David, you've been working to get a bunch of the shows that, of course, as we t- everybody knows, the first opportunity to listen to our radio content is always on the EKN Radio Network, the 24-7 streaming radio station. that You can get on the website at ecardinews.com slash radio or by downloading the EKN radio network app uh to your iphone or 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 uh, android through uh, itunes or google play uh you cranked out a bunch of a bunch of podcasts that are now available david yeah we've had one two three four five in the last three weeks so it's a nearly two a week that we've kind of pushed out obviously this week in carding episode 18 from february 12th is available our ekn debriefs of the scusa winter series uh second event and the challenging americas at cal speed those two shows are available. Our outlap for previewing the uh, the Cal Speed Weekend for Challenging Americas is also available on podcast form. And then, as you said earlier, had a great conversation at Challenging Americas uh, with Garrett Potter of Rock Cup USA, uh, getting to uh, to know a little bit more information about the 2020 program and, and just talk again, again, talk about karting in general. Yeah, always always great to sit, sit down and talk with Garrett. It was a great interview in the uh, in the announcer's booth there during that downtime uh, when we, we had about an hour off. Uh, 
Ken Radio Network, lots going on. Uh, it's even though we're busy, you know, David, you're getting ready to head out to uh, to NOLA. I'm going to St. Petersburg for IndyCar, but we got a lot of stuff coming. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do a new outlap, of course, uh, the preview for the upcoming Scuzo Winter Nationals, the opening round of the Pro Tour, NOLA Motorsports Park. That'll be coming out soon. Uh, about the Winter Nats, of course, as I said already earlier, we'll do an Operation Grassroots when I can finally pin down Greg Jasperson uh, to have a quick chat with him. And I'm also uh, Mark Coates actually told me, David, that he would actually sit down to talk with you. Mark's Mark's usually not one to sit down for an interview, but uh, he goes, yep, I'll do it. Let's do an interview. Let's do a podcast. So I'm going to try to get him pinned down as well. Should be yeah, good. yeah, you better do that quick before the season starts because <laughs> well, once it does, he, do he it. probably won't do it. So that's it. I got to get man. I should have probably just, I should have just pinned him down right there. We were at the, uh, we were at the winter series race in, uh, at Homestead when he said he would do that. I sent him a couple of texts. So uh, this, this is the challenge to you, Coach. Let's uh, let's set something up. I want, I want to chat about the USPKS because I think the USPKS, David, I'm sure you'll uh, you'll back me in this. I think it's ready for an absolute record year. I think the USPKS is going to be a massive series this year. Yeah, we'll find out uh, when the program begins, uh, March 27th through 29th at Ocala Grand Prix down there in Florida. So uh, very looking, I'm very, very much looking forward to getting down there and, and seeing the uh, the kind of numbers Obviously, we'll have some early numbers with uh, the pre-entries, but again, at track entries still kind of help, you know, maybe set that mark even higher yeah. than uh, than what they did last year at Newcastle. I believe was in the 170 uh, area range. So again, wow. uh, hopefully, you know, as we saw with Challenging America's record numbers, there we're seeing uh, not maybe not record numbers, but growth at the Florida Winter Tour. Hopefully, we'll see some solid numbers uh, next week uh, when we head to the Scusa Pro Tour Winter Nationals uh, at NOLA Motorsports next week, and then hopefully record numbers at USPKS. Yeah, folks. So let's cap things off with the EK and Trackside Live Tour. This is where we're heading again, the whole Trackside Live Tour brought to you by Cooper Tires. Big thank you to the good folks at Cooper Tires. If you're making a decision to put rubber on your truck, your car, your hauler, whatever it is, one company. One tire company supports e-carding news and carding. That's Cooper Tires. Great tire. Make that choice. Uh, David, as I said, you're heading to the Supercar USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals, March 13th, 14th, 15th at, at uh, NOLA Motorsports Park in uh, New Orleans. It'll be the first Scusa Pro Tour race I missed. I've never missed one in the 10 years. Uh, but the event, uh, that's the date this year, uh, conflicting with the opening round of the Road to Indy and the IndyCar program at uh, St. Petersburg. I got to be there for that event. You're going to be handling things as always. No difference for you, uh, except for you got a new roommate. You've got Xander Clements. We've, we've uh, drafted Xander in to do the play-by-play for the weekend. Got his flights all booked. He's pumped up. So uh, it'll be great to have Xander on the mic for that race. Yeah, it'll be like old days with me and him. Now, mind you, he's a little bit older, probably a little bit wiser. But, uh, yeah, it'll be fun to uh, to kind of go at it again. But it'll be uh, we'll be listening to the uh, IndyCar coverage as well while you're there in St. Pete. We'll obviously have our eye on that. But uh, we'll be busy in NOLA. Obviously, with uh, the Pro Tour coming in, lots of categories, lots of racers, uh, lots of uh, trackside coverage we'll be bringing in. Yeah, I think uh, last time we were there was kind of the launch of the uh, of the you know video marshaling program. I think the racing is going to be so much better than it was that year. I really it's it's eating me up inside that I'm not going to be there because I just think it's going to be such a fantastic event. And uh, look look forward to listening to you guys as well, of course. And again, that'll play on the Ken Radio Network later. Uh, I'll make sure I tune into a bunch of that as well. And then, uh, is it the only time we is it the only time we have a conflict this year for you and I, David? We uh, we have two channels 
on eCardi News. eCardi News Live 1 and eCardi News Live 2. Because on the March 27, 28, 29 weekend, you're going to be at the United States Pro Kart Series opener in Ocala, Florida. I'll be at the finale for the Challenge of the Americas in Sonoma. So uh, we'll have dual broadcasts for EK and Trackside Live on that final weekend of March. Yeah, you've kind of limited your karting schedule in 2020. So there's no Texas Pro Kart Challenge anymore. So you're not announcing that. Um, Pretty much all the events I go to, you're either at an IndyCar race or you're at home. So uh, any events I think you're going to without me are no conflicts uh, with anything else. So I think this really is the only uh, double, double weekend that we're going to have. There you go, folks. So that's what's coming up uh, on EK and Trackside Live. Of course, David will always have the uh, the daily race reports. We do everything on social media, so make sure you follow our social media channels. Uh, but yeah, a couple of, you know what? L- look at that right there. Those those are three big-ass races right there. We're talking Pro Tours opener, USPKS opener, and the Challenge of the Americas finale, which could set another record for them as well. There's, uh, there's going to be a lot of dudes and a lot of girls out there racing their asses off at, at those events. So it's, it's a big, dude, the season's starting. And it's a big March, which is fantastic. I think it's, it's awesome. March madness, baby. I'm ready for gonna, not, not only the basketball madness, <laughs> but racing madness, baby. I was just going to say, I'm like, I was going to say, Dave, it's a, dude, this is a big month for you because you got carding and then you got March madness. I know you go crazy for the March madness basketball tournaments. We'll have the EKN challenge up again to see uh, who picks the right bracket. But yeah, dude, it's, that's a big month for you. This is good. Yeah. It's th- I think this is the first time that I've been at a racetrack because, because t- again, this year, the, the winter nationals moved, uh, back a, a weekend. So typically it would have been this weekend, which is not a, not a key weekend to be at home because next weekend is the big 10 tourney, you know, Michigan's only in the 10 seed there. It's kind of stressful right now. So I'm going to be watching. Thankfully, you know, if they get into Saturday, I, I won't be as stressed because I'll be able to watch the games at night. But Friday and then travel on Thursday, I'll kind of be stressed out a little bit, uh, kind of keeping my my eye on the phone and, and the scoreboard as, as Michigan plays. March is a lot of fun, folks. A lot of basketball, a lot of racing, too. Well, that wraps things up for Episode 19 of This Week in Carding. Thank you so much for joining us here on the EKN Radio Network. Tons and tons of content coming out both on the website Follow our social media, folks. We put a lot of stuff out on social media and, of course, all this great stuff that we do here on the EKN Radio Network. A lot, a lot of interviews lined up for the next uh, month as well. Uh, we're going to be knocking podcasts out on a regular basis. Hope you enjoy it. Do us a favor. Get on there. Give us a review on the app stores as well. We'd love to have a review on, on the EKN Radio Network app. And we always love when you guys get into the discussions, uh, whether it's on Instagram, with us on Twitter, or on Facebook as well. Great to connect with uh, all the racers around North America and around the world, of course, as well. Okay, that's it. We're done. This episode of This Week in Carding, book it. We're done. David Cole, thank you so much, bud, for uh, hooking up with me here for this one here. We are done, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of David, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.